Hello humans and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber and today is November 10th, 2020. Um, today I'm just feeling kind of loopy, um, bit brain fog. I don't know if it's really fatigue. I just feel kind of um, triggered. Not um, triggered like from fragrances, but just triggered emotionally. Uh, things are going really well. Um, but usually when things start going well for me, um, my protectors, that's a phrasing from internal family systems therapy, but like my protectors, the parts of me that want to keep me safe, but aren't necessarily logical, um, whenever things start going well, they heighten and try and shut me down, um, to try and keep me safe. You'll maybe even notice that I'm speaking a lot slower. I might not make so much sense. Not that I always make sense, but maybe I'm making less sense now. I just wanted to hop in and document a bit of, a bit of what it is like for me during the times where I'm not functioning as well as other times. Um, and something that has always been paradoxical for me, maybe that's the wrong word, but that's what I'm choosing, um, is that when I start getting safe, so in this circumstance or this situation, um, it's that my husband Thomas is doing really well right now with his um, CPTSD, Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, and it's allowing him to reassociate, be more present and mindful. He's doing a really good job of emotionally regulating, um, really holding space for me, contributing to our marriage um, on an energetic basis more than sometimes, uh, more than the past. And all of this is... Um, really showing me how safe and loved, considered I am, and for reasons that I don't quite understand yet, um, it's times like this where I don't have existential or physical threat. Um, I think it's something to do with my adrenaline starts dropping, and I've been living off of adrenaline for most of my life. Um, and so I kind of just stop being very conscious, um, which then triggers other processes in me, which says you're not on top of your game. If something were to happen, you'd be in trouble. So it, it loops through a very confusing set of beliefs, unconscious beliefs inside of me, which ultimately makes me tired, kind of blurry and also really tense with stress, um, being anxious about things that aren't there. And so I just wanted to try and explain that a little bit. Um, so today, um, Thomas and I will be working on our treatment plans for ourselves. We already do a lot of healthful activities more and more regularly. Um, as we go. But today we're actually going to sit down and make a treatment plan for each of us 
that will allow us not only to continue our own healing journeys, but it's an example of the treatment plans that one day we hope to use with um, with clients, with people um, that Thomas will specifically be doing a motion coaching with. Um, and I might also be creating content for, um, either that's workshops or something live facilitated or a pre-recorded class. Um, we are, will be using these treatment plans to dictate what sorts of content and offerings will be going into the future. Um, the state of being I find myself in where I'm being very noticed and considered um, is delightful. It's what I've always wanted. It's what I've asked for. It, it is the relationship that I've worked for almost eight years now to build. Um, what I'm noticing is that my unconscious processing um, believe that I'm being tricked. So I, I'm going to chalk that up pretty exclusively to the trauma, uh, the abuse that I went through. Um, my father, unfortunately, went through very difficult upbringing of narcissistic abuse um, and disassociation. And he was a little bit older, um, already had two daughters when he had me, or maybe more accurately, let my mom have me. And um, as a pathological liar, he not only kept us really unsafe with his uh, money management indecision, but also lied about everything all the time, first to my mom while they were still married, and then to me um, as I kind of took over the mom role in the family, especially when my nephew was born, um, and he parentified and spousified me to raise my nephew with him for about eight years. Um, and throughout that whole time, the gaslighting and the, um, the, the, the lying, the, the always lying, you couldn't ask him what he had for lunch without him embellishing or lying, um, makes me feel like if anything is going well, um, the other shoe is going to drop soon, that maybe Thomas is well-intended but doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I'm always looking for um, why I'm not safe. And while there are still existential threats, I talked a little bit yesterday about the current political situation, I am chronically ill in ways that I don't like thinking about how uh, dangerous the world is, but having multiple chemical sensitivities and getting really sick every time I'm exposed to synthetic fragrances, um, you know, things like I have to filter the tap water because it makes me sick, um, just different stuff like that that, you know, just makes me really high maintenance. Um, I try and ignore that as much as possible in my... Uh, mental illness because I was raised to not have any needs and it was um, essentially treated as a failure if I couldn't push my needs away in order to be um, accommodating and easygoing and all of that. And so 
I'm not very good at acknowledging what I need. Um, I'm not very good at letting people help me. Uh, I'm not very good at trusting people or being honest about the depth of my suffering with really anyone. That's one of the reasons that I do this podcast is so that I can at least um, try to overcome the blocks of... I. I, I've worked really hard to no longer be dishonest. I, I was a pathological liar um, into my 20s uh, alongside my dad and my older sister and worked really, really hard to choose radical, compassionate honesty. And that's one of my core values at this point in my life. Um, but I definitely am not very honest because I omit anything that I think might hurt other people. And I'm of the opinion, um, at least unconsciously, consciously I know that I matter, unconsciously I think that I'm just a burden. And that the best thing um, to me ever getting any of my needs met would be to be useful and to not ask for anything of anyone. I know that that doesn't work. And I really hope that none of you can relate. But if you can, I mean, I hope you know, of course you matter, and of course your needs matter, and they need to be met, their needs for a reason, um, but I'm just here to admit as best I can while I'm stumbling over my words and feeling like I'm drowsy in ways that are really uncomfortable, that um, I don't know these truths yet on the inside, but at least logically I know that um, I'm a lot safer now than I've ever been. I'm working on um, getting healthier. I have support. Um, I'm getting better at talking about what's wrong. I just don't always know who to talk to. Um, and I'm going to keep working on that too. I'm not afraid to tell people that I don't know about my struggles. Um, this is probably episode something like 80. I'm not sure of this podcast. And if you were to go back, nothing's off the table. I've talked about all of my pain and trauma, um, even going further back into my original work with my organization, Middle Women, which helped start the current um, self-esteem and positive body image movement, which led into... Um, a lot of different current feminist movements, even though that's not why I originally started it. Um, I was always very public um, and vocal about my struggles, my eating disorder, depression, anxiety. Um, I didn't know I had CPTSD at the time, but now I do. But for whatever reason, um, either I'm not telling the right people or my society just doesn't know what to do with me. I think it might be the second one, but I'm very lucky that my husband is interested in this sorts of work and is finally feeling good about his um, progress and competency to try and help us himself. Um, just for the record, uh, we really believe that you know, emotion coaching and wellness coaching and even being a mental health clinician to the caliber to which he has been for the last few years 
Um, he is absolutely extraordinary in that work and does a lot of, um, you know, really helps people progress. But helping ourselves through CPTSD, which is not even a officially recognized diagnosis by the criteria to which he is trained to work, um, just goes beyond uh, the norm, the acceptable, the no, the um, the planned. We're really trying to figure this out as best we can, but there aren't a whole lot of answers out there. So, all of that being said, um, I'm just going to try and keep myself calm today. Uh, do my best to keep my body from shutting down, because that definitely happens. Um, I can become paralyzed, unable to eat, and um, really sick if I don't do everything that I can to try and stabilize myself at this point. So if you listen to this, thank you so much. I'm wishing you well, and um, I'll go rest now. I'll catch you on the next one.